brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Good evening, everybody. It's Quick Snaps, comedy football talk with Aaron Hodges and Kostagi Economopoulos. I'm at the pool. I don't know what you're doing, Aaron. I'm super cool. I'm at the pool. Yeah, you're definitely super cool. Way cooler than me. <laughs> I'm in the stew. You're at the pool. In the stew. <laughs> hey, I'm seeing the comments, by the way. I see Ron Milford and Andreas chiming in. What's up, boys? Thanks for coming. Thanks for joining us in the chat. How do you do? Andreas might be happy to hear that I played soccer for the first time in about 15 years yesterday. Really? Yeah. What was the occasion? You're at the beach? Well, I am a man of a certain age, and uh, I'm cur <laughs> currently in the farm system for an over 40 league. I'm not quite there yet, but they're recruiting me heavy. The farm system of an over 40 league. I believe that's called an under 30 league. <laughs> No, what, you don't know how numbers work, dummy. Under 30. Under 40. There you go. <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, good luck with that. That sounds challenging. The problem with those kind of things is you wind up with all these kids like Andreas who were like superhuman soccer players back in the day. And they still have skills. That's the downside. I was one of the two of the younger people in there. So it was like, yeah, it was all like some older over 50 guys. And, you know, they're slow, but they still got game. Right. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, you get a Colombian and a Mexican and Italian and they're old, but they're like, oh, my God, where's the ball again? What happened? Yeah, I've experienced that in my younger days. In fact, you even get that a little bit like when you play like intramural soccer at a university that has lots of international students. <laughs> You're like. Oh, man, this guy from Pakistan is good at soccer, much better than me. Right. Was, I'm familiar with this situation. So uh, anyway, greetings, everybody. Thanks for being here. Uh, yeah, I got to see Andreas over some soccer. His daughter, let me see if I can frame this right. He'll correct me. But his daughter, Anna, plays in a uh, crazy competitive soccer team and travels, traveling team. And they went to nationals and the end of the championship game was tied and it went to PKs and they lost. So literally a coin flip away from being champions of the country. Yeah. It's, it's really dumb. I mean, well, Italy won. They're a coin toss away from, sorry, England was a coin toss away from being champions of Europe. That's right. It's a dumb way to settle anything. It's a dumb way. Imagine the NBA finals coming down to a free throw contest. I agree with your premise, but what's the answer? Because they did, they have the regular overtime first, right? What are you going to do? Just let them play until they drop? There's a lot of things you could do. First goal wins? 
first goal wins, you can start like taking people off the field. So like every few minutes, if there's no goals, eventually it gets down to like seven v seven or six v six. There's gonna be some goals scored. Or the MLS used to have a cool overtime situation. It was like um, it wasn't quite a penalty shot, but I forget what they called it. I guess it was a shootout. You you started off at like the forty yard line, and you have like five seconds to shoot. It's like it's the hockey version, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a penalty shot like hockey. Right, right, right. Those are all better than penalty kicks. Uh, Andreas, bring golden goal back. Okay, so does it go forever? Like if it's if it's a key game like the championship game, it just goes until there's a score and then it's over. Yeah, I think that's what it used to be at some point. Forever. It just literally they just play until there's a goal and it might be two hours. I guess. I think that is better than PKs if I was picking. I would say so. It seems more. Of course, I'm not running for three hours. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of shows, I just got back from Acme. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Maybe the best club in the country. Following Brian Miller, maybe the best middle in the country. (laughs) He's definitely a headliner, but he lives there. So he took the week to hang with me. Um, And the MC was great too. This kid, Mo, you know, Mo. And I have installed a new hour. It's kind of hard to believe. It might be my greatest achievement as a comedian. I have retired all of the jokes from the before times and just have a new hour post-pandemic. There's like two little snippets that I kept because they're new-ish and they connect to other brand new things. But pretty much the whole hour is new. And I managed to say it without falling down. And I've been hammering it out and getting the segues and squeezing out the fat and Figuring it out. It was great. It was a great adventure. It was one of my favorite weeks. It was so cool. And just from a personal point of view, it was so good to be back in a hotel and eating in a restaurant and going to a bar and talking to humans and, you know, having a break from a toddler and all the things, you know, it was cool. I miss it. I miss it. The break from the toddler is the best part. Yeah, that probably is. (laughs) I love the toddler. I've been with the toddler constantly since I've been back and it's been very pleasant. Yeah. But uh, when it's every day, all the time for a year and a half, it was, uh, it's nice to have a break. Ron wants to know if you got any Vikings autographs while you're in Minneapolis. <laughs> Ron should know when I'm in Minneapolis, I have a regular segment. I do quick snaps with uh, Tom Bernard, who's a giant of radio in Minneapolis. In fact, at one point, I believe he held the record for the highest percentage of listeners at any given time in American radio. I think he had like a 41 share or something absurd. I don't think it's even possible in modern radio. Um, Anyway, he's a giant of radio, and I have a regular thing with him. I do the podcast. And he was excited, too, because we came in and did the podcast. He doesn't have guests. He hasn't had guests in a year and a half, so he was thrilled to have us come in. And he belly aches about the Vikings all the time when he was a boy. So the team was great. Went to the Super Bowl four times, you know. So we always commiserate about our disappointing teams when I talk to him. Um, So, yeah. So uh, let's... uh, Let's talk a little, man. You want to jump in and do a handful of jokes? Sure. We can do a few jokes. Richard Branson just made it to space this week. Oh, yeah, he did. Did you watch the launch? I just saw the couple of the clips of uh, of him like arriving on the bicycle and like, getting into the thing. And I saw the picture. It's pretty cool. I have to say, I'm not I'm not a space nerd like most people are, but I that was pretty cool. Uh, the best the rest of us can hope for is to get our hands on Josh Gordon's stash. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> He's reinstate. He applied for reinstatement. <laughs> yeah, it's like Christmas. It happens the same time every year. It's 
every year it's yeah. they just copy and paste this story right mm-hmm. and he said uh he said he hopes to be on a team by training camp and i was like oh he's still high <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand if i'm not mistaken almost every one of his crimes is there's nothing it's beer and pot like who cares give the guy a break i kind of see both sides of this yeah i mean the uh the one olympic sprinter just got the just got hit she can't run because of weed and now josh gordon so i don't know man it obviously like it's it's not a performance enhancing drug these people can run fast in spite of smoking weed like smoking weed doesn't make you run fast i mean i'm trying to think of anything that would be even a remotely competitive advantage i mean it might help you relax a little bit from the anxiety of it all but that doesn't count as performance enhancing that could be a you know, a hot fudge Sunday or a you know <laughs> a glass of wine it depends on the person, right? Yeah, I mean, I I always lean into a hot fudge Sunday when I'm feeling stressed. Well, <laughs> Pringles, whatever your thing is, I don't know. I'm not judging. Hey, no, it's true. People eat their feelings. I think I do more than I realize it. I was just like, I didn't really need to eat those chips and cheese after I ate dinner last night, but I did. Right. Yeah. 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 Actually. I had one of the most acutely aware moments of that this week. It was the, it was the night before my first headline said it. I had, I had some frozen pizza and then I ate a giant mountain of cashews too. It was like, well, that's not necessary. (laughs) I think think I'm anxious about this show. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, for sure. I, I was anxious. I was anxious the whole weekend because it's hard when you're doing new jokes. You know, like when you're learning to drive, you have to think about every clutch move and every shift. And then eventually you didn't notice and you're in fourth gear. You know what I mean? Yep. That's what, you know, when you're, when you're, when your chops are up and you're good at comedy, that's what it is. You didn't even notice you're in fourth gear, but when you're new to driving the hour, it's just like, okay. And then you're in shift and it's just, it's not natural. It's, it was much harder. Um, were there any other brand new jokes? Here you go. Jay Cutler said he's worried, he's worried about CTE from concussions and hits. How would he even know, Jay Cutler? The symptoms describe him in his natural state, like aloof and disengaged and impaired judgment. That's Jay Cutler on a good day. That's good Jay Cutler. Denver quarterback Drew Locke, a lug nut, shattered his windshield. He's okay, but they had to tow the car. What a shock. Locke didn't finish a drive (laughs) because he's doesn't nail it sometimes. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. So the news I think you want to touch on, uh, Cowboys on Hard Knocks. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great choice. I mean, they've so they've whittled it down. There's only so many choices left at this point, right? I think there's like, Five or five or six teams or something that it could possibly have been. The Giants being one of them. Uh, That's right. I actually have it here. Let me see. Uh, this year, five teams checked the three boxes. And just for the listener's sake, the boxes are not a first-year head coach, missed the playoffs two years in a row, not been on hard knocks in 10 years. So the choices were Giants, Cowboys, Broncos, Cardinals, Panthers. Or you can volunteer. 
I mean, that's when they force you to do it, if, even if you don't want to. The volunteering is how we got the Rams last year. Mm. I mean, it's good for business to be on Hard Knocks, yeah? I think so. I can't imagine a team saying no. And if it is, it's not the owner, it's the coach, right? It's got to be a pain in the ass for the coach. Yeah. But the owner's got to be like, this is an infomercial for our product. Yep, yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the Cowboys, I believe, this is their third time, and the last one was 2008. So yeah, it's been a while for, for the Cowboys. The great thing about having the Cowboys on Hard Knocks and not having to watch the Lions on Hard Knocks. <laughs> and Emmy's the only trophy the Cowboys have a shot at, I think. So that's probably... <laughs> Jerry Jones can showcase something hard without taking a pill. All <laughs> 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 yeah. <Yeah>, right. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I don't know. I think it's fun. I, I don't like the Cowboys, but they're fun to not like and watch, you know? And if you like them, I mean, they're the perfect team because they're Huge ratings, like when whenever the NFL wants big ratings, they always put the Cowboys in that late afternoon window slot. They get huge ratings. People love them and hate them and watch them for either reason. And this year they've got, you know, their cool storyline, I think. Dak coming back and the ingredients for a fantastic offense. The Dak comeback is like a top five storyline in the entire league. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And and if he's and there it is. We lost you. I told you we were going to lose you. We lost Kostaki. We'll hang on there for a second and see if he uh, comes back on. Are you back? There you are. All right. Just while I was doing a back joke. Doing a back joke? <laughs> Baby Jesus didn't want me to do that joke. It cut me off. That's fair. Well, you can run it back. Nobody heard it. Uh, it wasn't worth it. Believe me. I, I, I winced myself when I said it the first time. Yeah, that's right. That's fair. All right. Well then maybe we should do the, should, should we do a teaser? Can we do a teaser? What do you want to tease? There's so much to tease. We don't even, we still have some details to iron out. We got big changes. We got things. We got, we have an uh, upcoming announcement. We do. Yeah. We have an announcement coming soon. About the future of the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's it's big time. They're going to love it. The <laughs> kids are going to love it. I think so. I think so. Or should we Or should we tease that, you know, should we tease it in a way that ending the podcast is a choice so that it's a pleasant surprise to everyone when we come back? Mm. Did I ruin it? I don't know. I guess you could just leave it hanging out there, you know? It's a possibility. It's always a possibility. Big change is coming. Big, big doings. All right. Uh, shall we do, uh, shall I share with you some of my deep dive on NFL player names? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I saw a, a highlight clip of you doing something similar to this. Uh, so I don't remember any of the answers, but let's, let's go through it again. Well, the way it started was Tom Griswold at Bob and Tom wants to send me a Falcons jersey. And we were joking about putting a Conomopolis on it. And I was saying that they have a 12-letter max for the for the back of the jersey when you when you ask when you put your own name on it or whatever. And Economopolis has 13 letters. Ah. It started me down the road of exploring some of the names in the NFL. So my first thought was Tim Biakabatuka, right? Love that name. It's a great name. And yeah. I looked it up and of course is when your name's Biakabatuka, your mama don't name you Tim, right? That's he's, not his name. No. <laughs> it's Shimanga. Yeah. They're from Zaire, which later became Congo. But Biakabatuka is only like, well, like the 11 letters. So that's not even, 
that's not even in the running. It sounds like uh, one of the the level bosses from Double Dragon. You know that video game, or is, is that a video game? Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> well, go ahead. I we I didn't intend this uh, part as a quiz, but you could certainly chime in. Do you have any? Can you give me a longer NFL name than Biaka Batuka? Biaka Batuka. Um, that one's eleven letters. There's a few big ones. There's a few famous big shots who have longer last names. I'm blanking, man. It's hard to do on the spot. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Palomalo. What about Palomalo? That's a decent amount of letters. Palomalo is not bad, but actually the champion of that universe of name is Chris Kuamatu Maafala, who is 14 plus a hyphen and, a, and an apostrophe. Oh, my goodness. That's Hawaiian, yeah? Yeah, that's definitely South Pacific. Remember the highlights way back in the day? Squirt Scott would say, that's a bad Maafala. <laughs> So the internet's first answer was uh, Michael Humana Wanui. That's a 12-letter last name. Uh, and then lots of people were saying Hushman Zeta, right? Hushman Zada? I don't know. Um, yeah, also TJ. Yeah, he has a crazy first name, too. Of course he does. Roethlisberger, 14 letters. Schottenheimer, 14 letters. Roethlisberger's fairly obvious. I should have had that one. I know. Well, it's one of those, you know, those Germans and Austrians, they... They take a lot of letters to make, you know, sounds. It's kind of cheating. Fala, mm -hmm. who has a hyphen and an apostrophe. An apostrophe is a very weird thing in a name, in my opinion. But yeah, um, uh, yeah. So if you don't if you don't count hyphenated names, then it's in my finding you're in a three way tie: Roethlisberger, Hushman, Zeta, and Schottenheimer. Schottenheimer, yeah. I think an honorable mention to Vita Vea, who only has a three-letter last name, but his actual name is—it's ridiculous. It's like twelve alphabets. Have you ever heard this? It's another one of those South Pacific names. His parents are from Tonga. It's—are you ready? It's Tavita Tuli Aki Ono Tui Pulotu Mosese Vahai Vehoko Falateo Vea. That's his name. Stop it. You just made that up. That's there's, it. There's no, no way you. That's a, I, there's no way you could read that. I very carefully that. copied and pasted it. You're, I couldn't believe it. Did you spell it phonetically for yourself? Because there's no way you could look at that and say it correctly. Well, I might have said it completely incorrectly, but who's gonna who's gonna stop me? <laughs> <laughs> I, in spirit, I was trying. I was doing my best. Yeah, the the South Pacific guys are the only ones the Greeks can look at and go, "Come on, with yeah. the name. It's ridiculous." Tone it down a little bit. So for people okay. that haven't heard it before, why don't you tell them your full name? It's Constantinos is my legal first name. And then Christos, which is a bonus name because I was born on December 25th. And then Vasilis, which is my dad's first name. Traditional. You bring that into the middle name. And then Economopolis. Perfectly reasonable. Not like that Vita Vea dude with the ridiculous name. Say it all together. Constantinos. Constantinos, Christos, Basilis, Economopoulos. <laughs> so I've got my master's thesis has the whole name on it, and on, it's on the spine. It's kind of fun to look at. <laughs> That's a long one, man. You ain't fitting that on five jerseys. No, that will not be on the jersey. Yeah. So then I went on a deep dive into interesting names, the first of which was on my list, and I did this work before the news came out this week. Barkevius Mingo. Oh, yeah. 
Markevious Mingo signed with the Falcons this summer, hasn't worn the jersey yet uh, in a real game, and was cut from the team already because of some horrific story that I'm afraid to even look closer at the details. Um, some kid-oriented ugliness. <clears throat> um, but it's interesting the way his name came about. His mother loved the name Kevius, and her name is Barbara. So they combined them and made Barkevius. And he's got four brothers. There's five boys in this family, right? Do we have their names? We do. Three of them have somewhat regular names. You got Hugh, Hugh the third. You got Malik. You got Ladarian. And then you have Barkevius and Hugh Tavius. <laughs> the father's name is Hugh. So they have a son named Hugh the Third, and they have Hugh Tavius. Those are different people. I like Hugh Tavius. Barkevius and Hugh Tavius. Barca- Imagine yelling that down the street to, to come home. Hugh Tavius! <laughs> Hugh Tavius, get your ass in here! Barkevius! Barkevius! <laughs> Did you do your homework, Barkevius? <laughs> Those are, I mean... Cutavius. Most people have pedestrian boring names. I, I kind of applaud it. And in a way, I think it would be hard for me to write it with a straight face that first day on the, on the form for the birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of applaud the idea of just making it up because it's fun. Yeah. So uh, then I found a bunch of these names. You know, these. okay, let's do this. Not a quiz, but off the top of your head, do you have any super fun NFL names? Any guys you're like, when you hear them, you're like, oh, that's a great name. That's my favorite is Barkevius Mingo. That, that's definitely my favorite. Uh, I mean, Mingo alone is fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashton Yabuti, it's a kid from Liberia, played for the Bills. Dave Meggett, I've always liked Dave Meggett. I like that. It's unusual without being hard to say, right? Because, I mean, you're never quite sure if it's uh, some kind of slur or his actual name. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking maggot. Maggot. (laughs) Dick Butkus. Come on. Bronco Nagurski. Is that the best football name of all time? It's up there. He played for the Bears in the 30s, and I looked him up. Uh, His position list. Everyone has a position, you know, like whatever. His is linebacker, fullback, tackle. Like they played both ways. Not bad. That's great. All right, now here's one. We know this name, Equinamius St. Brown, right? Oh, yeah. All right, now this is an interesting backstory to this. His dad was a two-time Mr. Universe. His name is John Brown. There's no saint. It's the most right-down Broadway name in the history of the world. And he named his three kids Equinemius. Osiris and Amon Ra, who just was drafted into the NFL. And this is the crazy part. He added the saint just to make it sound cooler. There's no saint. He just added that. Wait. (laughs) Equinemius added the saint himself? No, the dad did. The dad added saint into the name for all three kids. Oh. His last name is Brown. There's no saint. So it's Osiris St. Brown and Amon Ra St. Brown and Equinemia St. Brown. I was always told there's no shortcut to sainthood, but this guy found it. Uh, DeBrickashaw Ferguson, Takeo Spikes, right? Peerless Price, Whitley, Whitney Merciless. Come on, that's the perfect <laughs> name for a linebacker. It's a great football name, yeah. Captain Munnerlin, 
Prince Amakamura. Amukamara. Yeah. Amukamara. All right. I got the background on this one too. Uh, his, this is not a nod to Prince the singer. This is his grandfather was a Nigerian king, and then his father was a chief, and Prince is the next title down, right? And he had five sisters: Princess, Promise, Peace, Precious, and Passionate. Oh my goodness! Yeah. No, no, no. Someone, his her name was Passionate. Yeah, that's the one you want to call out of that five. <laughs> I think so. Princess and Precious are a little too. High maintenance. Yeah, nah. I knew a princess back in the day, and uh, let me just tell you, saw her get in several fights where she took her earrings out first. (laughs) That's no princess. If you know what I mean. That girl was rough around the edges. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley Lalee, I always loved that name. That's a good one, yep. Mm -hmm. Plexico Burris. Favorite, yep. I named my cat after him. I know. All right. That segues nicely to this little quiz. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So I started looking up uh, Greek players in the NFL, right? There, there were fewer than I expected. It was kind of hard to find them. But I did, I did some digging around. I found several. And I matched them in this list with members of my family. And you have to tell me which is which. NFL player or member of my family. Okay. You ready? Yep. We'll do like 10 of these. Nico Kudavides. That's your cousin. That is a linebacker from the Seahawks, Broncos, Bucks, and Pats. No. Somewhat recently, Nico Kudavides. Uh, Gust Zarnas. That's a football player. Yeah, played for the Bears and Packers in the 30s. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Chris Ferrisopoulos. Sounds too close to your name. Could go either way. It could be a trap, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's your second cousin. That is a Jets defensive back in the 70s. Damn. <laughs> Twelve letter last name, by the way. Doesn't still doesn't beat Economopolis. Also, in my research, he's the only son of Vasilios Ferrisopoulos and Theodora Ferrisopoulos. Oh, that's a fun fact that I'll never remember or care about. <laughs> All right, Apostolos Zeros. <laughs> That's a movie title. Are you serious? <laughs> Apostolos Zeros? It's one or the other. It's either an NFL player yeah. or a member of my family. That's like the Italian version of Fast and Furious. Um, <laughs> Apostolos Zeros. Zeros with a Z. Zeros. Yeah. Um, all right, that's a that's a football player. That is my beloved uncle Tali. Yeah. <laughs> Married my aunt Kiki. That's a good man right there. Uh, that's the one who was the uh, Andreas will appreciate me telling the story. He he was a very oddball history teacher. He knew like seven languages fluently. He was this weird, gentle, brilliant, oddball guy. And one time Andreas was sitting there eating eggs. And he goes, Dad, these eggs are awesome. And my uncle was there watching. And he said, when I hear the word awesome, I think of a beautiful cathedral. <laughs> You use it for eggs. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's right, man. These, these words, they lose power. He's dead on. He's right. He's right. I mean, he saw the future. Look at the way that these kids are using words now. It literally doesn't mean literally anymore. That's right. They, they, we even screwed up literally. Right. My kid, my kid does that. And I correct her. 
The twelve-year-old, not the not the two-year-old. Oh, the two-year-old isn't going around saying literally. Not yet. <laughs> she she's literally not saying it yet. Like literally, <laughs> literally, or like literally. I literally. <laughs> I'm literally dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, this one you can know. Uh, James Laurinaitis. Mm, that's a disease. Um, that's a player. That's a player. Linebacker, Rams and Saints. I feel like I remember him seeing him play. Yeah, that's a Greek name for sure. Uh, Matthew Ioannidis. That's a player. That's a player. Uh, Washington football team last year tore his bicep in week three. Went on IR in 2020. That's a current player. Steve Alexakos. That's your nephew. <laughs> that is an uh, O-line for Broncos and Giants in the 70s. Oh, okay. Uh, here's a hit. This name doesn't get more Greek than this. Plato Andros. Are you serious? <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> it's got to be a family member because anybody named Plato is definitely growing up to be some kind of philosopher or something. And I mean, you're a comedian. I know your your brother, your father, your mother, they're all very thoughtful, academic types. Ish. Ish, right? Somewhere adjacent to all that. So I'm going, that's a family member. That's a family member. Plato is a family Plato member. Plato Andros played guard four years for the Chicago Cardinals. I think it's been a while. No way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Lobby Paniotikis. That's not a real person. Say it again. Lobby Paniotikis. That's a family member. Yes, beloved uncle. Married my Aunt Sonia. Uncle Lobby. He was awesome. Why do you, your uncles have different names? You call called Uncle Tolly, but that was a different name. Did you do the same thing just with, with lobbies? Well, they're exactly what you think. Tolly is short for Apostolos. Oh, okay. So it was the it was the nickname. And then the Lobby, I don't even know his full name, but it's Lobby, Lobby Rodness or something. It's a much longer version of Lobby. Gotcha. Yeah. And then the, the uncles that marry into the family are trickier for you because they have different last names. <laughs> so that's why you don't, you don't pick the, uh, the more obvious name. Yeah. Thank you for taking it easy on me. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this is a real person's name. You ready for this? Harry Theophilides. Theophilides. <laughs> that's, a, that's a player. That's a player. In 1968, he was the backup quarterback for the Washington team. <laughs> Congratulations to me. Uh-huh. That was a good one. All right, just a few more. Joe Panos. Joe Panos? He was a guest on the last season. <laughs> different joe that's joe prano joe prano joe panos that's um that's a family member his his actual name is zoes paniotopoulos and he was an offensive lineman for the eagles and bills in the 90s <laughs> this is a lot of greeks this is way more greeks than i thought were in the nfl well i did some digging all right two more you ready uh, NFL uh, player or member of my family, Thanasis Gonos. That's a family member. Correct. My dad's cousin, Thanasis. All right. 
Last one, Jim Eliopoulos. <laughs> Jim? Jim? There's no such thing as a Greek named Jim. Well, you know, Joe, you know, Zoe's went by Joe. So, you know, you can, you can shorten it if you need to. Uh, I'm going to say that's a, that's a football player. That's correct. Linebacker for the Cowboys and Cardinals in the 80s, Jim Eliopoulos. I am the best at this game. <laughs> it was, uh, the game was constructed to make it impossible to get any right. So to get any right was uh, kudos. Taps on the back. Taps on the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, plug, I'm doing uh, Charleston, South Carolina here next month. Uh, August is my last month of one gig per month. And then September is going to be an explosion of comedy by Kostaki Economopolis all over the Midwest. I'm going to be all over Iowa and Indiana and Wisconsin. And it's going to starting to go bananas, but I'm going to kind of take it easy in the summer and one more gig in Charleston. Nice. Uh, and then I'm hoping to uh, build this hour and work on it and polish it and fix it and cut it and paste it and do an album and a recording and a thing at some point, maybe uh, 20, 2022. Nice. I love that plan. Yeah, that's a tentative plan. I'll have to get, I'll have to get with you. Yes, sir. I got a quick news and quiz for you I wanted to mention before we get out of here. I like news and quizzes. Yeah, and they're both related. So, um, in you know that sacks as a stat were not kept before 1982. They weren't being kept until 1982. That's when sacks became an official stat in the NFL. I love that. Now, are there other things that are like that? Sacks is sort of the famous one, right? Are there other ones? It's the only one that I know of, but I mean, yeah, with all the, especially with all the advanced statistics they have now, they definitely weren't taking, you know, QB uh, ratings back in the day. Right. Right, hurries or things like that. Yeah, there must be a bunch of newish ones. Okay. Okay, This I'm already interested. Sacks. So sack stats, they're, they're still unofficial. Maybe they have to be verified by some kind of higher power, but they are widely available. And I want you to know that everyone thought that when Brett Favre took a dive and gave Michael Strahan a sack, in the last game of the season to get the record that he didn't actually get the single season record or sacks because that's held by some dude in the seventies. Correct. And do you have any idea who that might be in the seventies? Who was the sack mat monster in the seventies? No, I'll, I'll give you the year and the team. Um, I don't think the year is going to help. The, t- the team might help. My first thought, let me, let me take a guess first. My first thought is Lyle Alzado. Want to take another guess? Um, I can't even think of someone from that era. Bill Romanowski was the next era after that, I think. It was Joe, Joe Panos. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe's Peniotopoulos. <laughs> Can you imagine if a Greek actually held the record for sacks? Uh, well. <laughs> that would be surprising. Uh, so, all right, I'll just tell you the actual record was set by Lions rookie. He was a rookie at the time in 1978. It was Al Bubba Baker. That's a fun name to say Al Bubba Baker. So his name was Al, but he went by Bubba. Yep. 
Bubba Baker. That's vaguely familiar, but I don't. I would have never gotten that in a million years. Mm-hmm. So he had more sacks than uh, any of the other re- recorded sacks. Strahan and whoever else, Mark Gastineau and everyone else. He had 23 sacks in 1978. Strahan had 22 and a half. Wow. Yep. That was definitely a gimme by far, right? He'll never tell. It sure looks like it, right? Absolutely. Did Look, they even let it leave him unblocked for that play? Was that like was it that much of an orchestrated machine? It was it was a naked bootleg, wasn't it? And then he's blocked in the same side just by chance in at the point of the game when it doesn't matter. It's too many fingers pointing, right? Like they didn't need to run a play, I don't think. And then they did, and then he just turns around and Oh no, big man's coming after me. Oh no, right. And he just sort of sits down. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I just, I just thought that was interesting. It's like, oh, well, how are they even coming up with these stats now? Because I guess it can only go back to when there was video, right? So, like, how else are you going to know? Other, Because other, nobody was writing this down in a notepad. Yeah, that is interesting that you could. That you can unearth stat. All right, buddy. Well, you froze up again, and I think we did everything that we came to do here. So I think we're gonna we're gonna cut this one loose there, Big Papa. So uh, I will say goodbye on everyone's behalf. This has been Quick Snaps, and thank you for listening. We're uh, on Twitter at Quick Snap Show. If you want to bust Kostaki's balls. For broadcasting poolside. I mean, who does that? What a jerk. Um, but thank you for listening. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Two weeks we'll be back. And then soon with a big announcement. A big announcement about the future of the podcast. So thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.